The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to The How of Business with Henry Lopez and David Begin, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. I'm joined today by my friend and one of my coaches and mentors, Joan Sotkin. Joan, welcome back to the show. Hi, great to be here. I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to talk about this. You guy, you help me with this topic so often, which we're, we're going to chat about how do we get to a point where we have a stress-free business and maybe in life as well, but certainly associated with business as a small business owner myself, as Joan is and has been, there are all of these stresses. And I think we've almost come to a point these days where we feel like that's just the way it has to be, but it's not quite so. And so Joan has some very in, in great insights and experience, and she's done a lot of research and worked with a lot of her clients to help us with how do we can minimize that stress. So that's the topic of this episode. It's all about eliminating that overwhelm then that comes from stress. I recently did an episode on the topic of overwhelm. And stress, it's not that the way I look at it, and we'll get into it in the conversation, is not the stress is necessarily altogether a bad thing, is how you let it affect you in life that's what we have to be very careful with. If you want to receive more information about the How of Business, including links to the show notes page for this episode, as well as an exciting, we have an exciting announcement about a webinar that Joan and I are doing. I'm going to give you more information about that here in a moment, but there's a free webinar we're doing on this topic of stress-free business. To get all of that, the easiest way to do that, you can go to the website at thehowofbusiness.com or just text the word biz, B-I-Z, to 31996, and I'll send you a link, a text reply rather, with the link with the information on where to find the show notes for this episode and how to register for this webinar that we've got coming. So for those of you who don't know Joan, she's been on the show a couple of different times, and so I, I act like everybody knows her because I know her so well, but let me tell you a little bit about her, and then we'll get into the conversation. So Again, she's been twice on my show. I've had the privilege of being on her podcast, but she's, on the ex she's an expert on this topic of managing stress and other mindset issues that we all deal with, but in particular, she knows how to apply it to business owners, and in particular to successful people who are dealing with these kinds of challenges. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, a coach, a speaker, an author, a podcaster. She helps entrepreneurs and small business owners and practitioners, solo practitioners, use their inner resources along with her practical techniques to experience freedom from struggle personally, professionally, and financially. And she has a lot of experiences that she draws on. She's authored several books, including Build Your Money Muscles, Nine Simple Exercises for Improving Your Relationship with Money, and The Search for Connection, A Spiritual Journey to Physical, Emotional, and Financial Health. And like I said, she's the host of her own podcast, The Prosperity Place Podcast. She lives now in Santa Fe, New Mexico, beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. And so once again, Joan Sotkin, welcome back to the show. Hi, and the podcast is The Prosperity Show. 
the prosperity show, not prosperity place podcast, the prosperity show. Thank you. All right. So let's get into it, Joan. Uh, but before I do that, actually, I want to get into the details then about the webinar that you and I are doing. And so let me tell everybody about that. And we'll chat a little bit about this topic. What we're going to do today is touch on it. But there's only so much you can get into in a podcast. This webinar gives you an opportunity to spend some more time with us and with Joan on this topic. And so we'll be conducting a free, it's free, but you have to register a free joint webinar on this topic of stress-free business building. We'll cover more detail on the subject and again, provide you the opportunity to ask questions. So you'll be able to interact and ask questions if you want to. So that's an opportunity to really interact and get your specific question answered on this topic. The webinar is free, but you do have to register. We have some limited spots. So do that soon. I'm going to sh share with you here in a moment how to do that. During the webinar, we're going to help you understand the sources of stress, which we're going to talk a little bit about now here in this episode, the dangers associated with prolonged exposure to that kind of bad stress, and how to control or maybe even eliminate most of that bad stress that's related often to running a small business. So join us for this 60-minute session. And the way to do so is you can either go to the website, thehowabusiness.com, and get information there. Or, like I said at the outset, text the word biz, B-I-Z, to 31996, and I'll reply with the link. It's an easy way, uh, if you're on your phone or you're mobile right now, to do it right now. You'll have the link, and then it's an easy registration. We just need your name and an email, and, and we'll invite you to the upcoming webinar. So be sure to take advantage of that. All right, I've done enough talking. I want to turn it over to Joan and, and get started on this topic of stress. And let's start maybe, Joan, with where what are some of these sources of stress, especially for entrepreneurs? Okay, so let's get something straight first. The business is not causing stress. The business is being the business. Mm -hmm. And you've developed it in a way that if you need to feel stress, you will. Yeah, that's good stress, stress response is a habit. You've trained your brain to have certain responses to certain familiar stimuli. And you've translated that into your business. So if you constantly say to yourself, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that and I'm behind schedule and, and, and you're just pushing, 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 that's not the business, that's you. Mm. And I've come to believe, and I live this way now, that whatever gets done, gets done. <laughs> and if I rush to get things done, nine times out of 10, I'm going to waste time because by not allowing myself to breathe and, and take time in between activities, I'm not giving my system the, the time to say what it really wants. I'm a big believer in listening to your inner voice. And I teach people how to do this. And the idea is if you believe that, I know all of you have gotten the message. <laughs> Not everybody has followed through on the message. But if you're in a state of fear and stress, chances are you're getting too many messages <laughs> because you're tuned to that, that rapid ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Now, sometimes you like that. There is a certain thing that entrepreneur, entrepreneurs have where they kind of like the push. But if you push too hard, you're going to make yourself sick. And the idea is to find the balance between 
being just kind of in this balanced flow state and and the place where you're feeling uh, pushed to do something, pushed gently to do something. If you're using the word should a lot, you're in the wrong place. Uh, I, I say that should, ought, and must are dirty words, and if you <laughs> use them, you have to go wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> so, uh, so, so many things that come to mind, and you and I have talked about this many times, but um, going to the point about being stressed and having to do so much, I, I think we almost wear that sometimes as business owners as a badge of honor, that if we're not busy, then somehow we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're not being good business owners, right? Okay, so let me make it clear that doing nothing is doing something. So you cannot be doing nothing. Mm. <laughs> You're always going to be doing something. Good point. And you also need thinking time and processing time. And mm -hmm. if you're always doing, then you're avoiding looking at what's going on inside. And that's often the, the clue to what you have to do. And I'm a big believer now. People talk a lot about emotional intelligence. Well, everybody has emotions whether you want them or not. <laughs> you right. can't just say, oh, I don't have emotions. <laughs> no, not only do we have emotions, they are present in every decision you make. Mm -hmm. So that if you're coming from a place of worry and, and this hurry thing, you're not going to make good decisions. So what I'm asking you to do is to learn how to make better decisions, not just get rid of stress because you can't just stop being stressed. Right. You have to do something else instead. Yeah. When, you, when you're talking about, you know, it's okay that I don't get everything done. I forget how you put it exactly. I've been trying to apply that more and more in that Again, we, we, a lot of us as business owners tend to be that type A, whoever defined what the heck that is and it's been put upon us, right? Where I've got to get everything done in a week related to my business. And the reality is what I'm starting to find here over the last couple of years is that if I prioritize correctly and I identify those most important things, the things that I don't get to often, nine times out of 10, weren't necessary for me to pay attention to any, or not to pay, weren't necessary for me to do anyway. In other words, it was noise or something I could have delegate or didn't need to get done. Right. So when you look at your to-do list and you've got 20 things on your to-do list, you've got too many things on your to-do list. Too to -do many things, list. yeah. <laughs> and you've got to say, okay, what do I have to do today? That's right. And I like the idea of at the beginning of the day saying, what's the most important thing that I get done? Yep. I know that by Wednesday, I have to complete a podcast episode. I, you know, there's certain things I know that I really have to get done. I want to do more courses. I want to do more videos. But I, I'm not going to rush to do them. It's yep. almost as if for entrepreneurs, if I don't do this, no one's going to love me. I have to do this so they'll love me and buy my stuff. But really, what people get from you is the energy that you put out. And if you're uptight and contracted and stressed, people are going to feel that. You're going to be talking a mile a minute. And you, blah, blah, blah. That's not what people need today. No. People need a calming influence. And you can't be that if you're not there. So what I'm talking about is getting yourself into a place where you're not pushing yourself so hard 
that you're in this constant state of adrenal rush, yeah. which is, you know, there's a book, The Stress of Life by Hans Selye, who got a Nobel Prize for this, uh, for his work on stress. And in the book, he says, if you, when you use up your adrenal energy, you die. So uh, <laughs> you want to save your adrenal <laughs> And that's, that's a topic you're going to get into more detail on on the webinar. You'll kind of explain that physiology of it, if that's the right term. In other words, there, there's a lot to it that, that really has been studied and you've studied in, in turn on how that affects us and how it can be a bad thing for us. The other thing you're touching on, which I want you to get your opinion on as well, because you've helped me with, is that that striving for perfectionism that a lot of us as small business owners have, right? I suffer from it. Perfectionism so combined with fear of making mistakes, yeah, fear of yeah. getting wrong. And <laughs> this is such a fallacy <laughs> that you have to be perfect. Right. I find the more willing I am to be not perfect and to admit what I'm going through the better people like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is perfect? Perfect is right. just something you have decided in your mind that's not the truth. It's just your perception of what you think people want. Yeah, it's arbitrary. And a lot of times it's influenced by these exterior you know, images or ideals that are just completely unrealistic on top of everything else. My favorite example, this seems not to relate, but it does. If you ever look at pharmaceutical ads on TV, <laughs> everybody in the ads are thin, beautiful, yeah. well-dressed, joyous, and in, and is... in relationship. Yes. Ah, yes, it yes. indicates to me that thin, gorgeous, <laughs> and, and in relationship are risk factors for a disease. I so, see. <laughs> <laughs> that it would be a Joan way of looking at things. <laughs> yes. So, to me, what gets you in a in a stress free space is being okay with who you are and where you are today, which is an easy statement to make, mm -hmm. but can take years to get there because. We haven't been taught how to do that. No. We've taught to strive, be better, do this, follow that. No, you're perfect just the way you are today. What a concept. <laughs> and one of the ways I started out with the healing was to look in the mirror and say, and look in my eyes and say, Joan, I unconditionally love and accept you just the way you are tears for days, you know, because I was giving myself what I always wanted. Yeah. And really, what do you want from your business? People have all these goals. I want to make a million dollars a year, a hundred thousand right. dollars a year. What are your feeling goals? People forget to say, this is how I want to feel. Okay. Because just as you have to have an action plan right. for reaching your business goals and your life goals, you need a plan for reaching your feeling goals. Because at the end, that's really what you want, is you want to feel good about yourself and the business that you've built. And it sounds kind of woo-woo, but mm -hmm. the better you feel about yourself, the better your business is going to work. Yeah. And I think that's why we most of us avoid that as we feel like, well, that's not, you know, that's not business. That's not numbers and dollars, right? 
Um, and, and, and then we wonder why we're so stressed out and the business is giving us a heart attack, if it, uh, literally, if not figuratively, right? Right. Um, how, give me an example. I mean, I know how to set financial goals. I know how to set business goals. I don't know that I'm great at setting feeling goals. What does those look like? Oh, only because you haven't done it before. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So my goal, I had, I had a couple of feeling goals, one of which was to never let my money determine how I feel. How's that for a goal? That seems, um, <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to say unrealistic, but it seems like, wow, you know, it's a completely different way of thinking of things because there's stress that, to, to me that comes from not having that money but that I think I need the, to live. That you think you need. And yet if you look at your money, <laughs> you have more than enough. Yes. And it's amazing how many people think they need more even when they have more than enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I work with a lot of high-end clients and, and they've made their money, they're successful, and they somehow feel it's still not enough. Not enough, yeah. Well, here's the secret. Mm -hmm. It's never about money. Whatever you're feeling about your money are feelings that you developed early in childhood that you're bringing to your money. And it's not like you need therapy. You just have to recognize what you're feeling. And I'm not asking you to have a vocabulary, a feeling vocabulary. Do you feel contracted or expanded? Mm. And if you, if you feel contracted, then you allow yourself to expand. And I have ways of teaching people how to do that. Mm -hmm. And what happens is I don't know a whole lot of people who had perfect childhoods. So when, when you were a small child, you responded to the things around you in a particular way. So if you had any kind of abuse or neglect, if a parent left or died, there, there, there's so many different things that can bring that trauma up for you. And you had a response. And that response could have been any one of a number of things, but it put you in a contracted space that had a whole bunch of feelings around it feeling not, not good enough, less than, ashamed of who you are. All these things started when you were tiny little and you learned those feelings from your parents as well. So it's complicated. So you don't have to be able to go through therapy. And I mean, if you want to tell the story over and over again, fine, but it's not necessary. You just have to say, when you're looking at your money and you, and you notice yourself saying to yourself, oh, I should have more money than that. Everybody else has more money than I do. Why can't I make as much money as Joe Schmo? And, you know, that has nothing to do with the money. Right. The money is just sitting there. It's numbers sitting in, in yeah. a row. It's, it's about the approval that I think I'm going to finally get if I get to that arbitrary externally set measure of more. Or you're trying to reach the state of enough. Okay. Okay of not being ashamed of who yep. you are. Yep. So it, once you start recognizing that you're having money feelings, what you do is you say to yourself, what am I feeling? And you just have to get in touch with the kinesthetic experience in your body. What am I feeling? When have I felt that before? And you're going to remember stories when mommy did this and daddy did that. 
and Grandma the Dead, and you know, <laughs> you can tell the story forever, and you remember how you felt, and and that's actually releasing the feeling because emotions, by their nature, want to be expressed. And then you say, what would I rather be feeling in this moment? Mm -hmm. So let's say you've been through another disappointment, okay? So, and you, you realize that you have this disappointment habit. Whatever, you know, I'm disappointed I haven't got enough money. I'm disappointed the thing didn't work out. What would you rather be feeling at that moment? I'd rather be feeling proud of myself and satisfied. Mm -hmm. Well, do you know how to feel that? So once you practice that feeling and you can actually say, okay, today I'm going to practice feeling proud of myself. Yeah. How do I have to hold myself? How do I have to think about myself to be proud of myself? What do I have to do? And the next time you look at your money and you feel all contracted, you just take a breath and you start feeling proud of yourself. Yeah. And then you're telling your brain, this is all brain science, you're telling your brain, this is what I'd rather feel. Yeah, and it's about recreating those, creating new habits, right? New neural pathways in your brain. It's yeah. very, it's a little geeky, but it works. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I've shared this with you before. One of the ways that I've tried to apply this is um, when I started my frozen yogurt business back in 2011, I kind of said to myself, "In for this business, I'm going to enjoy, in my words, the journey, the process. Our goal was to, you know, have, we had all the financial measures. We wanted to franchise it, have 200 units, all of those things. Yeah. But I was going to enjoy the fact that we created this thing, that it was an expression of our creativity, that we were proud of, you know, everything from the color selection to the customer service and feeling good about what I had created, regardless of the financial success that it may or may not achieve. Yeah. And so that's one of the ways that for me as a business owner, I've tried to begin to apply that as opposed to what we typically do, which is to wait to give ourselves any credit until we achieve this arbitrary milestone that's tied to money. Right. And I mean, I, one of the things I do a lot is give people alternative ways of thinking about who they are and what they're doing mm -hmm. because it all depends on how you look at it. I, I really believe that whatever you believe is true is true. Yeah. So if you think you're no good, you're no good right. because you're going to behave according to that belief. Of course. Yeah. So the idea is to understand how you're making your decisions, the thoughts, beliefs, and emotions that go into your decisions, and to, to make an effort to change. I, I used to have a lot of so-called negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. And so every time I decided to end that. So every time I would hear myself saying, you know what you should do and you should have done this and all that stuff, I would just stop, take a breath and say, thank you for sharing, but we don't talk that way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you turned to that into a third person in you that you, uh, it's you, put very, it, you put back in her place. Right. It's somewhat schizoid, but it works because we, <laughs> we do have multiple personalities within each other. No, each I hear you. You so, know, and, and to be serious on that, you talk about having routines and morning routines. What I try to do in the morning, if I wake up sometimes, I've had bad dreams or whatever, and I'm in a funk, I'll say, we're going to have a great day today. This is going to be a good day. We're going to do good things today. 
You're setting your expectations. Yeah, and, and I'm and I'm snapping myself out of that. Sometimes I wake up in a you know whatever for whatever reason. I have very vivid dreams, so that's part of it. And often there are conflicts or whatever. So I sometimes have to make have to check myself because otherwise I would bring that into my day that feeling of negativity or whatever it might be for whatever the source is. It doesn't matter to your point. I, I try to tell myself, no, we're, we're going to have a great day today. That's a great idea yeah. because it's our expectations that lead us where we're going. Yeah. And the thing is our brains are wired to protect us from saber toothed tigers in the woods. Right. And we behave as if we're still afraid of saber-toothed tigers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you have to train your brain and that thing called the amygdala, which hates uncertainty. Mm. And one thing's that thing that entrepreneurs always have is uncertainty. Absolutely. We live with and it, you right? Have, you have to learn how to put your amygdala in its place. Yeah. All right. As we start to wrap it up, let's touch a little bit then on changing habits. And we're going to get into a lot more detail on this in the webinar, but touch on that for a moment. Well, I, you know, I outlined it. It's what am I feeling? Yep. When have I felt it before? What would I rather be feeling? And, yep. how, and do I know how to feel? Yeah, that? So that's but the approach then, to changing a habit, but yeah. Yes. Okay. So now what am I working on now? <laughs> Surprise folks. It doesn't end. There's always another level. Of course. Okay. So I, when I was talking to someone the other day, I realized that I have a habit of always pushing myself to the end, particularly financially. How far can I push this? Well, I'm old enough now. I shouldn't be doing that. So I have to find a way of not only recognizing what triggers that habit, but what I can do to, to change what's going on inside. So I'm in that process right now. And the first step is to, to develop awareness. Is my behavior that I'm doing now going to lead me to the edge? Am I managing my cash flow differently from the way I did it before? Managing cash flow is an important skill mm. that you have to have. If Absolutely. In life and in okay. business. What financial decisions can I make that are different from what I made before? For me, it means putting more in a life happens account or a savings account and to, to not take a chance. You know, I used to be really proud of the chances I would take. I have my pilot's license. I've done things that most people who were brought up in my era don't do. Right. But it's time to change. By the time I'm 80, I'd like to have a different set of habits. And so you have it's first you have to recognize what you're doing. You have to have I think it's good to have a goal of what I want the new habit to be. Right. And here's the important part. I trust that once I set the intention to do something I'm going to get some inner direction how to get there, and I have to make sure to follow that inner direction. I see. Yeah. That takes courage. Yeah, no doubt. All right, great. Um, let me start to wrap it up. Let me talk again about the webinar that we want to invite everybody to. It's free again, but you do have to register. 
and I'm going to give you the, the link in a moment or the way to get registered. But we're going to go into this topic in much more detail. We're going to elaborate. Joan's going to share a lot of the research that she's done, a lot, a lot more of experiences and stories and examples. Because she's done this with a lot of her clients, not to mention herself. And she's been helping me with this for the last uh, year or so that we've been, that I've had her as a mentor. So if you're struggling with stress, like almost all of us are in our small business, if any of what we chatted about resonates with you, which I'd be surprised if it doesn't, uh, if it's, if it's, you think that that's the only way that business works is that that means you have to be stressed out all the time. There is an answer. There is an alternative. And by the way, it's, it's going to make you sick if it hasn't already. So you have to, you have to, for your sake, for your sanity, for your happiness, and for those around you, your family and friends and others that depend on you and rely on you, it's, it's good for everybody. And it's what we really want out of being a business owner is those, those feeling goals, or as I say, that what does it do for me from my lifestyle perspective? And you're, you're going to hate it and you're going to get to a point where you're completely burned out, if not sick if you don't do something about managing the stress. So we're going to chat about it in more detail, give you more techniques on how to reduce the stress. And part of what Jonah's explaining is, first of all, it's about understanding it, what the sources are, how it works, not just mentally, but physically. And then you can begin to apply uh, some changes and, as Joan explained, develop new habits. So we're going to get into all of that detail. So all I need you to do, if you're interested, is to text the word biz, B-I-Z, to 31996, and I'll send you a link with the information. You can review the information, and if you still decide it's for you, you can register. Or, of course, you can always go to our website, thehowabusiness.com, or Joan's website. I'm going to have her give us her website here in a moment. So join us for this free, stress-free building webinar coming soon. And so, Joan, let's, let's wrap it up by, by a key takeaway. For me, I'll start with, with the key takeaway from this conversation is this whole concept of feeling goals. We all as business owner should have and probably know how or have set financial goals, uh, business goals. And like you said, those are important, but we think the feeling goals are fluffy and, you know, that's for other people. That's not part of business, but that's, that's one of my key takeaways. What do you want everybody to take away from this conversation? The one thing I'd really like you to remember is there's nothing wrong with you that needs fixing. You've never done anything wrong. You just have habits that may not be working for you. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is to figure out what the habits are so you can make different decisions and have a better outcome. Love it. But short to the point, and that's that's the uh, that's the summary of all of everything that we talk about. As you've been helping me over the last year with with this shift in mindset, if you will, where where do you want us to go online to learn more about everything that you've got going on? Prosperityplace.com. Prosperityplace.com. We'll have a link to that on the show notes page as well. If you didn't get a chance to write that down, or if you don't remember it. Joan, thanks again for being back on the show, chatting with us. I'm excited about the webinar we've got coming. So thanks again for your time and your insights. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks again. This is Henry Lopez. My guest again has been Joan Sotkin. We release new episodes of The How of Business on Mondays. And you can find us 
all over the place, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and at our website, thehowabusiness.com. And remember, for more information about this episode, as well as the webinar, just text the word biz, B-I-Z, to 31996, and I'll send you a reply with more information. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.